I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome back to another episode of Dude Saying Stuff. Uh, week two is in the books. Uh, some people got their first victory. Some people got their first la- loss last week. And some people just, it's still going undefeated. And that's one of these people I believe is on this podcast. And I'm sure we won't hear the end of it until that happens. Yeah. But let's just get into it. We got it. We got a, a lot to cover. So, but of course, as always, it is Jordan's Corner. All right, everybody. Hello, hello. First off, I want to say uh, thoughts and prayers to Greg Brooks. If nobody heard, the LSU starting Nickelback uh, had emergency brain surgery for a tumor in his brain, and it does not look or does not sound great. So, uh, we definitely wish him a speedy recovery. We know Greg Brooks is a uh, loyal listener, longtime fan. So, uh, Greg, um, really hope hope to see you back on the field soon. Uh, in other news, LSU started out two and zero. We have Arkansas coming up this weekend at home. Um, the game, though, the game this past weekend against Mississippi State, we just absolutely dismantled them, forty-one to fourteen, behind Jaden Daniels, who went thirty for thirty-four. 361 yards and two touchdowns. And of course, Malik Neighbors, 13 catches, 239 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, really awesome to see those two uh, have a connection. Let's hope it continues throughout the season. And we're going to stop Arkansas. All right. Well, yeah, you wonder with how many undefeated seasons we have, you think we have a lot more national championships. But it's, yeah. it's crazy how that works, huh? I know, right? Well, let's get into the week two reviews. Jordan, you're going to kick us off with Dom vs. Dez. All right. This was a much closer than anticipated matchup, I believe, and it could have been Desiree's first win. Dom, the accountant, says no. Even if um, what's-his-face Olave <laughs> had scored the touchdown, she still would have come up short. But I know Dom's butthole was tight. He Toy. was saved, very tight. He was saved by – it had to have been – I don't know, less than half an inch blade of grass that uh, Olave stepped on. So that sometimes that's way the way the fantasy cookie crumbles. Um, Dom won the game with strong performances by Lamar Jackson and CeeDee Lamb. But uh, Dom, you're going to need some more production out of Jamar Chase. I mean, without him, it's going to be a tough season. Tough season for you. Uh, Desiree, we all know about your team. Um, Patrick Mahomes, that was probably the only highlight. <laughs> Sorry, Desiree. Dom is one and one, and Desiree is zero and two. So, so Dom's up next, and he he'll be, he'll be reviewing uh, Sam and myself. But I just wanted to make a comment. Um, I knew we ultimately had to talk about this. Um, we all know what happened. We all know what's about to be talked about. Uh, all honesty, uh, I just t- I took two shots before Jordy uh, doing the show because I need to numb the pain. So. Uh, Dom, keep going. Uh, I'm not sure who. I'm sure that was Jordan who wrote that in, but you can have this uh, this big middle finger that I'm sending right to you right now. Uh. For those of you who can't see our spreadsheet, Jordan typed to Mike, "Stop crying, you baby, you big salty baby." Yeah. <laughs> so the, the com- coming coming from the most saltiest of all three of us. Oh, uh, definitely not. It, oh, fuck yeah! Just wait. You've already started. I'm going to lose to Dez. I'm going to lose to Dez. All right, all right, boys. Calm down, calm down. We got a lot of show to get through here. All right. So I'm looking at Ham Sandwich versus Mikey B. Um, it's interesting, Mike. Your uh, team name has changed to uh, Do It For Chubb with a Happy Gilmore reference uh, there in the picture. Um, I'm dedicating uh, my season. Oh. All right. RIP Nick Chubb for the fantasy season. Uh, that was that was brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And uh, likely cost Mike the game. And if it wasn't him, it was his other uh, teammate, Amari Cooper, who apparently wasn't supposed to play, but ended up playing last minute and uh, scored more points than the other receiver Mikey put in, which also didn't help. So the Browns really shit on Mike this week. And um, – yeah, but we got to give props to Sam. Her team showed out, did enough, put up about 120 in total, led by Josh Allen, uh, of course, hitting his projection of 29 points and nearly 30. 
and then getting solid performances at the bottom from defense and kicker. Kickers are stupid. Um, Mike, if you want to vote out kicker, that's a four points uh, difference there. Oh, he's, he's still a he still loses. But but you know, just take that into consideration. Uh, you can have one less random variable to determine a matchup outcome if you get rid of kickers. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Mikey B's side. Um, yeah, big. He really didn't have any terrible. Okay, I won't say terrible. He had a mediocre uh, fantasy output from Justin Fields. But when you're projected to be in the mid-20s or should be in the mid-20s each week with his rushing floor, I don't know what the hell he's doing or the Bears are doing, but he only put up 17 fantasy points. Looks awful. He's blaming um, the coaches. Yeah. Blaming the coaches. It's it's not good. Not good at all. Um, but one good thing for Mikey B is that second round draft pick, generational talent, Bijan <laughs> Robinson, is looking really good. And, of course, Mike Evans had another huge week. I believe he's number two fantasy wide receiver so far in the year. But Mikey B gets the L, and him and Sam are both one and one through two weeks. Yep. Congrats, Sam. And uh, you can thank Zach fucking Wilson uh, for those three uh, stupid fucking picks at the end. God, he's awful. He's so bad. Um, he does suck. Like, I don't know why he went number two overall, but let's let's continue. So next we're going to cover the, the last dude, Kurt versus uh, Jordan's matchup. Jordan takes the decisive victory over Kurt despite a horrible start with 3.4 points from Alexander Madison. Uh, but he was able to able to overcome that thanks to the typical CMC output of 22 points, but also got the not-so-typical Tampa Bay defense input of 18 points, a ridiculous second-half Daniel Jones, which <laughs> resulted in 34.7 points, an auto-pick savior, Keenan Allen, at 28.1 <laughs> points. Uh, I think you need to – I think you owe him an apology for yelling fuck for that auto-pick because I believe he, he is showing out for your team. Uh, Kurt – Unfortunately, wasted a combined 36.5 points from Devontae Adams uh, and his other receiver. Um, but uh, And I believe it was Debo Samuel was his other receiver. But he had poor showings. I say poor because Tua, you know, he, he's he's looking good, but he didn't have the touchdowns. Um, they scored enough points, but he didn't get enough of the touchdowns with only 14.26 points. And, of course, his Denver D at negative one point ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately did him in and look at Jordan going 2 and 0. 2 and 0. Yeah. Yeah. Who feels, feels good. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. Um all right, so I've got Eli versus E Rich. Uh E Rich takes home the victory to improve 1 and 1. Eli goes down 1 and 1 behind a pitiful performance of 89 points, the low of the week. Womp womp womp. Um dude I don't know what you're doing, play, thinking, uh, playing the Giants defense who just gave up 40. I know they didn't give up all 40 points, but I mean, they faced come Arizona. On. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're just they're just terrible. Um, that that was def, definitely not one of the reasons why you lost, but just the lower half of your team um, put together looked like if a total of three, seven points from four different players. Just it's not going to be enough, despite having Puka Nakua. The fantasy star of the year so far, who is leading the league, or I think he broke the NFL record for uh, receptions um, through their first two games for a rookie. Or, yeah, was it receptions? 10 last week, 15 this week. Um, yeah, just absolutely absurd stat line the last two weeks for this guy. And uh, Zach seems to have found a solid wide receiver run, one to be next to DeAndre Hopkins. Um and again, just another crappy performance out of Deshaun Watson, dude. Got to find a, find a better quarterback. Uh, I got Daniel Jones on my bench. You want to trade for him? On the other side, um, <laughs> E. Rich finally got a decent decent performance out of Joe Burrow. But guys, I hate to say it, Joe Burrow got the bag, and he's starting to look like Andy Dalton. Just just not cutting it out there. The Bengals are 0-2. Anyway, George Pickens put up some ridiculous numbers this, this weekend as well, and 11 points from the kicker. Awesome job, kickers. We all love kickers. Pro Kicker Podcast. False. I, I'm I'm about to join uh, uh, Dom's side. Um, yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yeah. No, we're not getting rid of kickers. It's a democratic uh, league, so you can shut up. 
All right, next matchup we're going to look at is Jason's Mars Red Rocks versus Chris's Fuck Holes. And the Mars Red Rocks puts up a week high 138 and fucks all the holes of C Myrtle this week. Um, great performances from uh, Jalen Hurts, Raheem Mostert on Monday night or Sunday night. And that was big. Uh, the Miami offense got to have a piece of that. And despite having a goose egg from his wide receiver two, Darnell Mooney um, still did enough, had a big performance from defense, getting 26 points um, versus his opponent's defense, the Jets. Um, he had Steelers. The Steelers were the one getting 26 points versus Cleveland. And the Jets end up getting negative one uh, against the Cowboys, even though they're traditionally a good defense. So that was a big difference in the final score of this matchup. On the other side, the fuckholes got fucked by the Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley combined for a total of 13 points on the week, and that's not going to help, even if you get big performances from DeAndre Swift, 27. That was his leading score on the week. And TJ Hawkinson with another good week, 22 points. He's currently the tight end one in fantasy uh, right now, but not enough. To get it done, fuck holes go down to one and one, and Mars Red Rocks get their first win to improve to one and one. Ugh, disgusting. Hey, you mentioned something. <laughs> you, hate, you hate to see it. Yeah, you mentioned something about the Jaguars, but I believe that's further proof that the NFL is rigged with <laughs> Vegas highest over under, and that was somehow a defensive fucking battle. Yeah, Twenty six total points. Yeah, 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 yeah. F- fuck you, NFL. We know what you're doing. Um, How about uh, old uh, Sean McVay kicking that field goal at the end there? Exactly. You know, well, you, that, you mean for uh, Rams and Niners? Yeah, for the Rams and Niners. Oh, he's yeah. been in bed with uh, he's been in bed with Goodell for a long time now. Goodell yeah. just loves slobbing on that knob. Yep, he got a call right from the top. He was like, <laughs> "Kick the field goal, do it." Fuck you, Roger Goodell. All right. Um, next, <laughs> we have uh, Jo versus Ollie, and what a roller coaster for Jo. <laughs> <laughs> it shoots up right off the stop. Stop. Uh, start with a strong, strong start from Captain Kirk. Thirty-six point fifty-six points. That's your QB one in the league, Captain Kirk. Wow, in, Un- unbelievable. In prime time, that suddenly it comes crashing down when there was an expected loss of Aaron Jones not playing this past week, and then Cam Akers unexpectedly is a healthy scratch. Um, and is ruled out. Then, out of pure desperation, he picks up the luckiest fucking pickup ever <laughs> with Jerome Ford, 23.6 points, who flourished after Nick Chubb's devastating knee injury. J.O. also had T. Higgins, who made up for his goose egg in a huge way, 24.9 points. Uh, J.O. may really be the real deal, or he's just super fucking lucky. Which is eighty percent of fantasy football. The people want to know: Is Jo the real deal? Okay. Well, I just fucking. So far, he is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish my recap. All right. I'll, I got to talk about Ollie. Ollie, on the other hand, maybe falling to Jordan's bold prediction of not making the playoffs, even though he had Justin Herbert doing well at twenty-six point two points and Rashad White at eighteen point eight points. He did have some injuries to a pair of lines with Sun God. With turf toe, which limited him, or may, which will limit him, or maybe even make him unavailable, and David Montgomery, who has a leg injury that could affect his availability for future games, so not looking good for Ollie. He got the loss, and he also lo- potentially lost multiple players this week. So, with that being said, that's your week two review, but we're not done yet. We have to name our stars and bums of the week. Stars of the week, Jordan, kick us off. All right, my star is going to be, I mentioned him earlier, it's going to be Zach Eli's Puka Nakua. Like I said, 10 receptions in week one, 15 receptions in week two. Um, it really is too bad he's on a he's on a bad team in fantasy. Uh, I'm just kidding. Zach's Zach. team? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, he's He's been an awesome pickup for Eli. Uh, I was giving him crap for spending all that money on uh, on Puka after the first week, but it turns out to be – a huge, yeah. huge pickup off waiver wires, um, and definitely something to look out for as we move forward. So he's my star of the week. Puka Nakupa Cup who? Oh, come on, man. Um, 
And, and I think Jordan, I think you you also just you felt bad, you felt wrong about that part of of giving him shit because then you spent a shitload of money on Josh, I did. on Josh Reynolds, which probably which should have went to Puka um, week one. But my star of the week is Ceedee Lamb, uh, who went uh, eleven for one hundred and forty three <clears throat> against. Uh, partly against Sauce Gardner, the, the Jets' defense. Um, but he's mainly the star because I believe he saved Dom's team. Uh, remember, you only <laughs> won by, I don't know, roughly seven points or so. Um, yep. And a lot of your team had a lot of single digits. So you needed a huge week, and I think CD gave you that. So he is my mm -hmm. star of the week, basically yep. for saving your team against yep. uh, Dez. And for all the people out there, I've made I made a few trade offers last week, and they all included CD Lamb because I just I had bad feelings about him on the season. But apparently, he proved me wrong here in week two. And I'm not just out there trying to diddle. I'm making solid offers, and but no one's biting yet. We'll see if we can uh, get something done this week, though. So be on the lookout. Everybody, listen. CD Lamb is on the market from Dom. All right. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want. Uh... You know, he's pretty good, but Dom still wants to get rid of him. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> Dom, who's your star of the week? Um, I got to give this guy a shout-out. Mr. Brian Robinson, Jr., he was the number one RB this week, number three on the season, uh, running back for the Washington Commanders, for those who do not know. Uh, also on the Nashville D-Rudders, uh, believe it or not, uh, put up 28 fantasy points this week. He's getting – around 20 touches a uh, game, and he's, he's the dude there. <clears throat> um, we thought maybe Antonio Gibson and him would be a little more split, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It's Brian Robinson's backfield, and he's got hold of it, and he is uh, looking good to start this season. Uh, he is my running back star of the week. All right. All right. Let's start off with bums of the week. As with Bums, the good, must come the bad. My bum of the week is going to be the Broncos' defense. Not just from a fantasy performance, Kurt, which they put up a measly minus one point for you. How are you going to let the freaking Washington Redskins, who's even their quarterback right now? I don't even uh, remember. And one, they're not the Redskins. And two, it's Sam fucking Howell. Learn his name. Sam Howell. Put some respect Sam, to Sam Howell's name. Sam fucking You let Sam fucking Howell and the Washington Redskins football team. Commanders, commander, stop come it. Into your house, come, come into your house and put up 35 points. Even after the ridiculous Hail Mary. Oh, that's just, that's embarrassing. That's a bum performance. <clears throat> Sean Payton, we know you're listening. Fix your defense, man. Well, I mean, if we know about Sean Sean Payton, defense was never a key for him. Look at the Drew Brees years. <laughs> it always lasts. Um, Wasted. My bum of the week is Justin Fields. He was supposed to, he was listed as an MVP candidate. Uh, uh, he, his odds were greatly increased before the start of the season. Everyone expected a huge jump. Um, and he has just looked terrible. Um, uh, I believe... He is being too strapped. I believe I I believe him with what he's saying that coaching is affecting his play. I think he's coaching making him hold on to the ball for too long. Yeah, I think he, he missed some wide open wide receivers last oh, week. Oh yeah, that too, that too. But I think they're like you too much need to be a uh, passer. Don't run so much. Fuck that. Let him play street ball. Let him play what how he plays. He doesn't see the first read. Let his ass run. There's only been four design <laughs> runs in his in two games. You know he's better at running the running ball than anything else. Let him be a fucking running back that throws from time to time. That is Justin Fields. That's how he he performed well. And just fix your fucking defense, and you'd be fine. Um, but no, <laughs> Justin Fields. He has looked terrible, and he just needs uh, need to be unleashed in a different way and stop with whatever the new OC is trying to tell him to do, and just go out there and fucking play like. DJ Moore is your first read. He not open. Run the ball. <laughs> Simple enough. Listen to Mikey B. He knows some things. Call me up. I'll be your OC, Chicago. <laughs> All right, next. I'm going with another running back here for my pick. Uh, but this time is going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, unfortunately, 
Mr. Josh Jacobs, um, this guy, he's, let's see, when was he drafted? He was a first round or I think second, he was a second, early rounder. second rounder? I think he was a second rounder. Yeah, 20th overall pick. You get to rush the ball nine times, which I don't know how that happens. I know you were down with the entire game against Buffalo, but you rushed nine times and not for two yards, for negative two yards. How does that happen? I know it's not all on him. Buffalo's got a good run D and his O-line didn't help him out. But, man, that's tough. Um, Hopefully he can turn it around. He's been a fantasy star over the past few years. Um, But, yeah, not in week two. He's my bum of the week. (laughs) All right. Now let's get into week three matchups. So we're starting off with Chris versus Kurt. So um, I liked how Dom described it before. Um, as in Chris's fuckholes. So I'm, I think rather than the fuckholes, I like Chris's fuckholes is the way to, to describe this uh, team. So uh, first off, he has Austin Eckler currently in who is not practicing against Minnesota. I got to highlight him only because the question is, if it's not him who he has Elijah Mitchell who isn't going to do who plays on Thursday night and then you also have Chuba Hubbard which Miles Sanders does have a pec injury we don't know what his availability was and so if Miles Sanders misses then he has a good good bat, uh fill in at with Chuba Hubbard if not you got a basically a 50-50 timeshare in Carolina but that's going to be a huge huge factor if Austin Eckler can't play then I'm going to talk about the other uh Running back DeAndre Swift, who exploded last Thursday night, yeah. going against Tampa Bay uh, on Monday night. Uh, how did that work? Thursday to Monday, like that's a huge. Like, why can't the Saints get that? They never get that because Goodell <laughs> hates us, man. They just suspended our secondary, our fucking for bullshit. Well, I mean, it's subs the substance. Goodell probably spiked his coke or something. Oh my god! All right. So DeAndre Swift. Uh, <laughs> now, the, the I want to talk about him just because before Gainwell did not play, he was the guy who got the majority of the fee, uh, uh, workload before. He's questionable again. If he does play, how is that split going to look? Are they going to ride the hot hand with DeAndre Swift? They're going to go back to Gainwell, who maybe knows the system a little bit more. It's just a huge question mark. Um, but. If he can deliver the type of performance he had against Minnesota, uh, hot damn. Um, um, then let's look at Michael Pittman Jr. And I want to <clears throat> highlight him only because he's currently wide receiver 12, which no one expected out of the Indianapolis uh, uh, offense. But that could also just because the wide receiver uh, – the wide receiver – uh, rankings are kind of skewed right now. I mean, I believe what Mike Evans is two, Nico Collins is seven, uh, Puka's up there. So, yeah, uh, not, the big players are not really performing like Jamar Chase. But the, I bring him up because uh, Anthony Richardson is currently in the concussion protocol. Uh, he's still not practicing. So that goes to Gardner Minshew, which I believe will actually do better for Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, because Richardson would likely throw, I mean, run more than than go through progression than Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania. Uh, against Baltimore, you would assume Baltimore is going to score some points. Um, so Pittman could be in for a good game right here going against Baltimore, uh, especially if Gardner plays. I, 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 would, I would expect an uptick in usage by Michael Pittman. Dom? Yep, so on the other side um... – K-Bag's team, Mr. Bo Jangles, he's looking to get another good performance from Tua. Tua's currently the QB6 so far in this year, but he's going against Denver. I'm sure uh, our manager, KB, is a little torn about this, having his start in fantasy QB go up against his beloved Broncos. But I think it's a good matchup. It should help him out this week in fantasy. Uh, He's hoping for a bounce back or just – Oh, yeah, let's start with Travis Etienne. He's hoping for a bounce back from Etienne. He only got five fantasy points last week, but he's got a more favorable matchup this week as they host the Houston Texans. 
Um, and speaking of the Houston Texans, his other running back, who he's currently in the flex position, is Damian Pierce. Um, had much higher expectations for Pierce coming into the year. Through two weeks, he is the RB44, which is pretty bad when you're a starting running back and you're not even in the top 32. Um, but, yeah, so far this year, he's only got 10 <laughs> fantasy points total. Um, not good, Mark, not good. So he's looking to bounce back in that matchup, but it's going to be tough against Jacksonville because we saw their defense was pretty good against the Kansas City Chiefs, who is known to put up lots and lots of points. Um, beyond that, uh, wide receiver, we'll go ahead and make note. Uh, Devontae Adams had a good week last week, putting up 17, and they're going against Pittsburgh uh, on Sunday night. Will the Raiders look a little better than they did this past week against Buffalo? I like to think so, but the uh, Pitt defense looked pretty good last week, although, albeit against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I think that'll be a, a closer-than-expected game between the, the Raiders and the Steelers on Sunday night. But, Jordan, what's your X factor for this matchup? Oh, my X factor <clears throat> is going to be DeAndre Swift um, for Cuzzy. So last week he put up a ridiculous stat line, 28 carries for 175 yards and one touchdown. I think he may have solidified his uh, role as the number one running back at um, in Philly. And he did those numbers with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. So we know he loves to run the ball. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty pretty good stat line there for DeAndre Swift. Chris Meyer will need a huge game out of Swift because not having – I don't think Austin Eckler will play next week. And he also does not have Jonathan Taylor who's been out still on the, I don't know, pup. Pup, the pup list, I think. So um, he needs a big game from his running back because he is hurting in that position right now. Um, with that said, I'm going to give it to the, the win to K-Bag here. Uh, if he changes his shitty, shitty piece of shit defense. If KB <laughs> changes defense, I think he'll win the game. I think And who's his defense? The, the shitty Denver Broncos. I just think uh, – with Tua Tungavailoa there playing the shitty Denver defense, um, Tony Pollard and Devontae Adams, plenty of touches there, plenty of points, and Cuzzy is just hurt, hurting, hurting right now. I'm sorry, Cuz. You know I love you. Mm-hmm. Just kicking man when he's down. I thought he would at I'm least. Not, have, I'm not. I thought he would have at least the support of his loved ones, but my I, God, I will always, I will always <laughs> love that man. Yeah. Okay. Apparently not. Um. Next, next, uh, matchup is going to be Ollie against. Eli, now correctly named, passed the Sherbert. Um, <laughs> Knew it. Yep. That's what he meant to put. Yep, totally. <laughs> totally. That's exactly what he meant to put. So first person I want to highlight is Dalvin Cook going against New England, who I think the stats are skewed. They're the 24th. That's because Mostert just ran all over them. Um, now, the Jets playing with Zach Wilson, I can imagine they're going to uh, – Try to stop the stop the run to make Zach Wilson try to beat them. Um, so Dalvin Cook at running back two is scary to me. Uh, he doesn't look good. Uh, that team does not look good, uh, even though they beat <clears throat> Buffalo. Um, I believe that was more of a fluke than anything else. Uh, just mainly that defense, just because of four turnovers um, by Josh Allen. But Dalvin Cook. Against New England, I mean, you got to imagine Brees Hall is going to get more of the ball, not just four carries, but it's coming to, to it's coming pretty clear. Uh, people are going to be successful in this damn league if you have healthy running backs because everyone's going down, um, and it's just showing in the matchups. So um, running backs are definitely a commodity this year. Uh, I think uh, – I don't know. It's, it's really fucked up. Um then I want to talk about Amaran St. Brown against Atlanta, and mainly because he has turf toe. Uh, he was unavailable. He could potentially play against Atlanta, and if he does, will it limit him? That is his wide receiver one. He is made for a lot of catches, uh, not big plays. So if he's limited, that definitely will hurt his production. And then I want to talk about um, – DK Metcalf, who I believe it was, was it last week that he left the game uh, shortly? I mean, he came back ultimately, 
but I believe he left a little bit of the game, or that could have been the week before, but he is questionable again uh, going against Carolina, who's the third-ranked defense against wide receivers. Um, I think J.C. Horn will still be out, um, but D.K. Metcalf, he needs him to produce, especially with Amara St. Brown, um, probably limited. Uh, Dom, you want to talk about Eli? Always. Love this guy. Um, his team, <laughs> I don't know, he, he fell off after he got his week one uh, victory versus my team. Uh, week two wasn't as kind to the Nashville D-Rudders. Uh, starting off with Deshaun Watson, only put up 14 fantasy points and doesn't look good on the field. Uh, back-to-back weeks, only completing 55% of his passes. Um, with an interception each week, and last week he had two fumbles. Um, you definitely want to see a better performance out of him. Otherwise, he may be uh, shopping for a quarterback. He's got uh, Mac Jones on the bench as well as another option, but tough matchup versus the Jets um, this week. So probably sticking with Watson, hoping for a better outcome there. Uh, we mentioned Brian Robinson and Puka Nakua, who are both stars of week two, but not uh, good enough to get – Nashville D rudders that victory. Um, looking at DeAndre Hopkins, uh, we know Tennessee run first offense. Uh, he's getting a decent amount of targets, but they're not great. Let's see. First week was 13. He only got five targets last week. Pardon me. Um, you got you to gotta see more than that because the targets, one, aren't fantastic usually from Tannehill. And uh, he's got to convert on some of those if he wants uh, DeAndre Hopkins to contribute at least as a wide receiver two or a flex type option uh, this year. And lastly, I'm going to talk about Najee Harris. It's been a struggle for him to start this year. Uh, his backup, Jalen Warren, has been better thus far. And I, not not, not opinion. That's reality. <laughs> reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's only had six and 10 carries in each of the first two games, um, four and five points. Uh, he's going to need to do a lot better or, you know, he's, uh, the D rudders maybe shopping for another running back because they had Saquon, uh, Barkley who was supposed to play or scheduled to play Thursday night against San Fran, which would have been a tough matchup either way, but he is out with an injury this week. So, uh, Nashville D Rudders scraping together a starting lineup here. Jordan, uh, uh, how do you got, see this one shaking he's out? He's got options. I'm looking at two players right now who are mm-hmm. amazing options, um, without a doubt. So, if he's smart, uh, he'll he'll pick the right player. All right. So, <clears throat> Big O, another guy bit by the injury bug with David Montgomery probably going out for a few weeks at least. Um, <sighs> My X factor in this one is actually going to be Drake London. So I don't know if y'all noticed Desiree drafted him. Was he drafted pretty high? Yeah. And she dropped him after week one. And then he goes and puts up six for 67 and a tough. All he goes and picks him up uh, immediately after Desiree drops him. Drake London picks up, uh, does six for 67 and a touchdown. He's going to need another big performance out of him in order to have a chance of being in the Nashville D rudders. Um, I'm going to ride with Ollie. I think he does get his first win of the season. It'll probably be his only win of the season. You never know. You never know. Bold <laughs> prediction here. Bold, bold predictions. <laughs> um, Ollie is going to win in a, clo- a close one. Close one, close one. All right. Uh, and with that, we have the first dude matchup. Dez versus Jordan. So Desiree. Um, going to highlight first. Um, James Conner going against Dallas. He was looking amazing against... Uh, the Giants, he had uh, 106 carries. I, he did have a worse second half, without a doubt. I think that's when kind of the coach coaching guys came by and went, we're supposed to be tanking, slow down. Um, <laughs> because then, you know, he was he was, he was was gashing them in the first half. Um, but now he's going against Dallas. Um, so without – Good luck. Yeah. So without the runs um, – He's got to have to have more work in the passing game um, because you know they're going to be chasing Dallas. Uh, and if he's not going to be using the passing game, you're in trouble. 
because he they're not going to run the ball um, against Dallas. Uh, so that that right there, he's she's going to need a big big um, uh, output for him. Then I want to talk about Taysom Hill, who she currently has in the tight end position against Green Bay, which is a sneaky play. If, I did see that today. If, um, if uh, Jamal Williams, which most likely he is out, Taysom Hill will most likely get the goal line carries, will most likely be used in the run, uh, the run game. <clears throat> He'll be used for everything, everything besides the tight end position. <laughs> so this is where cheat code Taysom comes in. This could be a huge Taysom Hill game. I could see this being the one where it's like, I don't know, 25, 30 points. You know, you know those Taysom Hill games, the where it's just like shit, and he's the ultimate cheat code at the tight end position, being passing, rushing, not receiving, not in the tight end position at least. Um, ultimate cheat code, and I and I love it if 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 she sticks with that. Uh, he's questionable right now, but I think he'll he'll play. But that that is that is a nice move right there. I it's it's a huge boomer bust. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. Huge yep. boomer bust. Then I want to talk about Jordan Addison going against a 32nd ranked Chargers defense. Chargers, you know, Chargers and Minnesota. Sh- All right. It should be a high over under, but this could be the jinx. Uh, this could be the uh, NFL fucking with Vegas. They, this might end this, you know, the game's going to be end up being 12 to 3 all field goals because fuck Vegas and fuck uh, the NFL. But like, I could be wrong. May, I hope we're wrong because that will be that should be an awesome matchup on paper between Minnesota and the Chargers. Addison, uh, two regular season NFL games, two touchdowns. Can he make it three? Um, you can't ignore him. You have to put him in. Uh, you got to ride the hide hand. I like it, but he needs to get over KJ Osborne. I mean, come on, you drafted him in the first round. Get Osborne out of there. No one cares about him. Get him out of there. Ship him. Ship him somewhere else, like Carolina. Get Addison on the field. <laughs> All right. Damn, throwing the shade, Mike. I'm. I, I want. I want this. I. I want better output from the NFL. That's all I want. <laughs> Not asking for much here. Yeah. All right. So on the other side, Luke. I am your father. Uh, two and O. So far, congratulations on that way to start the year undefeated, Jordan. Um, how do you do it? Probably because you got a guy by the name of Christian McCaffrey. God, looking back at it now, I really wish I'd have drafted him over Jamar Chase. Um, Thanks, to start Tom. this year. But man, uh, he's been phenomenal. Number one running back. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and remains number one running back the rest of the year because he's going to put up thirty points at least this week against the Giants because the 49ers are going to be up and they're just going to run the ball. And even if they're not up, this guy's touching the ball every other play. It's ridiculous. Um, so that's going to be obviously the back that his team is riding because he's got Dak at quarterback who's playing Arizona, who you think would be a good matchup for um, the quarterback because Arizona sucks. But for fantasy, at least so far this year, they're 30th ranked meaning third to best uh, matchup. Uh, last week, Dak did well, put up 24 points. Um, much better than week one when he only put up, I think, six. So what's Dak going to do this week? You need a, you always want to have a decent performance or your best QB <clears throat> performance, especially when you're going against uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, quick shout out to Keenan Allen, who put up 28 last week, looking good. He should do well against Minnesota this week. But the last guy I'm going to talk about is uh, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, this guy looks good every time he touches the ball. And he should be touching the ball a lot more this week against the Atlanta Falcons because uh, David Montgomery is out or likely out this week. Hopefully they Gibbs – that means Gibbs gets more touches unless they continue to split. And the other backup running back, Craig Reynolds uh, – gets more touches than he should. Uh, I like Gibbs this week. Uh, but Jordan, how are you feeling about your team? Oh, not great. And I was going to go with my X-Factors with my homes. Mike kind of nailed it. I, I got to go with uh, Taysom Hill. 
just don't know what you're going to get out of him this week. Um, Ultimate reverse su- jinx. Going yeah, against super- 0 and 2, <laughs> 0 and 2 Dez, uh, probably projected like by 20 points or something. Shut up, Jordan. You are the worst when it comes to this. Can I finish my X Factor, Mike? My X Factor is going to be Taysom Hill. All right. I already and told, I'm going to pick Desiree. I'm picking Desiree because last year I played fucking E Rich when he was 0 and 9 and I lost. So here we go again, going into a game I should probably win. I'm going to lose. There you go. Desiree gets the win. Yeah, reverse jinx. All right. Whatever. Let's move forward. Um, all right. Uh, myself versus Jason. Um, so, Jason, let's see what we're looking at here. Um, oh, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. All right. So, Jason. We got to kick off with Raheem Mostert going against Denver, who just got ran over by Brian Robinson. Um, if you're wondering who that is, we already talked about it's the commander's running back. But Raheem Mostert on a very good run-centric offense, you have to expect good, good output there. <clears throat> then George Kittle against the New York Giants. Ertz did some damage against them. That's right. Zach fucking Ertz uh, did some damage against uh, the New York Giants. They're playing on Thursday. And if Ayuk cannot play, because I believe he's not practicing right now, I think we'll know more on Thursday's pra- uh, On Actually, did he practice today? Do I, I, I don't know. But if Ayuk cannot play, Kittle should get an uptick in targets. That will be needed. Um and then I'm going to say it. The fucking Steelers. Uh, I'm going to highlight a goddamn defense. The Steelers, the number two defense, got two tutties last week, uh, which helped uh, helped Jason steal the highest points of the week uh, from J.O. Um, now going against Vegas, who has not looked great offensively at all. Um, so... That is a sneaky play. They don't even need an offense in Pittsburgh. Just let the defense just keep keep scoring points. But going against on prime time, Jimmy G, that that could be a huge play right there. Um, Dom? And they're, they're doing it without Cameron Hayward. Are they? Yeah, he didn't play last week. Oh, he was out. And they didn't play with Minka. That, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know if that's just Deshaun Watson just being god-awful. He's terrible. He is so bad. But Jimmy G has not looked great either. <clears throat> so, Dom? I'm looking at my hit me. What's that? The two shots before this. I, I did a quick succession. It's hit me. I'm feeling good, baby. Let's get going. <laughs> Mike's warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mikey B's buff lesbos. I mean, yep, uh, no, do it's it for not. Chubb. Do it for Chubb. Oh, man. So he's still holding on to him too, hoping he comes back. He put him in his. No, I'm not hoping spot. he comes back. In fact, <laughs> I wanted to do this live on air because I do not trust this season how it's working out. Good night, sweet prince. You are being dropped. You dropped him. Yeah. Oh, look at that! He did. He dropped him because uh, uh, Justice Hill, Justice Hill may not play. I need an IR, and something could fuck up with Mike Evans during a fucking Saturday practice and ruin everything. And I need another IR spot. So I'm playing smart. All right. So in his place, he's starting Mr. Kendra Miller, who should be the running back one for the saints this week. Uh, Tony Jones jr. Looked pretty good in his relief effort uh, this past week, scoring two touchdowns, but Kendra Miller is the rookie that the saints drafted Pretty high this year, and he's looked good in the preseason when he wasn't hurt. Um, So they expect him to be involved this week as the Saints travel to Green Bay. We'll see what he can do for the Saints and for Mikey B's fantasy team in his first appearance of this season. Uh, Of course, B. John Robinson, generational talent. No need to say any more. Nico Collins, he's worth, worth mentioning. He's the wide receiver seven so far on the year. Um... His quarterback, C.J. Stroud, looks like the better of the two 
top drafted quarterbacks between him and uh, Bryce Young. And he is targeting uh, Nico a lot, averaging 10 targets in each of the first two games. From last week, he put up seven catches for 146 and a tutty for 25 fantasy points. Uh, Mikey B would not mind if that repeated himself, but a little tougher matchup this week going to Jacksonville. And of course, Mike Evans is number two wide receiver so far this year, looking good. Uh, last guy I'll talk about is Mr. Darren Waller. Um, without the running back, who's going to be a fantasy producer for the Giants? Saquon Barkley is out. Will Darren Waller get more targets this week? He went from five targets to eight targets from week one to week two, doubled his fantasy points from five to ten, and Mike is hoping maybe that'll double again, but it's going to be against a tough matchup here at San Francisco. The Giants obviously are going to have to pass. Likely will be down in this matchup, and Darren Waller should be the number one target and receiving option in this offense this week. But Jordan, what do you see for this matchup? So uh, Mikey B, sorry, buddy. Um, you need a big week, sorry, a, a big game out of Justin Fields. Just you need the fields that we saw at the, towards the end of last season. Uh, so far this season, he's the number 21 QB. He has four turnovers through two games. He, he hasn't put up terrible numbers, but he just keeps turning the ball over, and that just won't cut it. You need a 30, 40 point perform, performance out of him, you know, moving forward every week to make up for the, the loss of Nick Chubb. Sorry, Mike. Don't want to rub it in. And I am going to pick. In this game, I think Jason is going to get the win. I want to throw up when I say that because <laughs> everyone knows I hate Jason, but just he had Justin Jefferson over there, that guy is just absolutely ridiculous, putting up just no touchdowns yet this season, by the way, but he has over 150 yards um, in each of the last two games, putting up 20 points a game, fantasy points a game without touchdowns, which is just absolutely absurd. And I like Raheem Mostert going up against the Denver, <clears throat> the Denver defense. Um, and he's also coming off a hot game. So, Mike, sorry, buddy. Could be one and two. Uh, it is what it is. All good. <laughs> um, next, we have the next dude matchup. It's going to be Evan versus Dom. Uh, Dom, how about you start off this time with uh, – I got to get a new drink. So, you start off with uh, Evan. <laughs> no problem. Uh, right now, looking at the Trunk Boys, who are one and one on the season. Currently the highest scoring one-on-one team so far this year. Um, but they got Joey B right now in the lineup. Did you, really just, did you just throw that stat out there? What? You said you could call yourself the highest scoring one-on-one team? I said the Trunk Boys. Oh, the Trunk Boys. I thought yeah. you were, you were to your own horn. <laughs> no, I don't review my own team. This is a professional podcast. Come on, Get man. Together, Jordan. <laughs> Golly. Uh, my apologies. As I was saying. Uh, he's got Joe Burrow right now in his lineup. Uh, I know we're all hoping Joey B can be back sooner than later. However, I honestly don't think that it'll be this week. Uh, but he does have a good backup in Brock Purdy. Uh, he's going to have to decide sooner than later because Brock Purdy plays on Thursday night. While Joey plays on Monday, I don't know if he can wait. He might have to make that decision. Or mm. he may end up picking up someone mm. off the waiver wire if he doesn't start Brock Purdy. Um, I already mentioned Josh Jacobs previously. Uh, he's got a good matchup here against Pittsburgh. Um, while we mentioned Pittsburgh, fantasy defense has been good on their own when it comes to points given up to the running back. They are the most favorable matchup so far this year. So hopefully Josh Jacobs can get it back started <clears throat> Excuse me, against Pittsburgh this week. And his other running back, Kenneth Walker III, has the second-best matchup for a running back, playing uh, host to the Carolina Panthers. Um, I know the Saints running backs didn't do too much, um, but Kenneth Walker, he's a dude there. He's currently the running back 13 so far on the season. He's getting, uh, looks like, 16, 18 touches per game so far, uh, week one. Only nine points. Double that up to 18 here in week two. I'm hoping he doesn't double that again. Um, and, of course, he's got Tyreek Hill in here as wide receiver. That's always scary. 
to see. He came out as questionable with a little injury. I don't know if it's anything major, but he didn't practice today, so he's currently questionable. But he's going up against those uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, who knows how high that score is going to be this week. Lastly, I will talk about Hunter Henry. He's the number two tight end so far on the season, and he's looked good. He's a favorite target of Mac Jones, getting six and seven targets the past couple weeks, 14 points consistent back-to-back weeks. Um, And they are going up against the Jets, who is a very good matchup so far this year for the tight end position. Expect him to do well again this week. Uh, Mikey B., how am I looking? All right. Let's make this happen. Ooh. All right. First, let's look at Lamar Jackson, which you draft him really high, but he's currently 20th in quarterback ranking. But he is going Whoa. against Indy. You should expect them to score. I hope they were like, hey, don't just do the running game. Like, we paid this guy a lot of money. Let Lamar work. Um, so, like – let if this is the matchup to do it, damn it, just let him start scoring points. I mean, get that confidence up. Then I want to talk about Kyron Williams, the number two running back um, in all of fantasy football right now. Like we all guessed it would happen. Um, we all knew it. Yeah, we all knew it. Uh, <laughs> that's why we left him on the waiver wire. We just wanted to see people just jump at him. Um, Kyron Williams, he is getting targets like crazy playing Monday. Going to the middle of the defense, middle of the pack defense with Cincy, but I believe it's because he's getting a crap load. Or, uh, he's he's in the he's in the passing game. So he had six receptions last game. Before that, he only he didn't have any. Um, but six, if that continues, expect a lot. I don't necessarily know if he'll keep up the pace of four touchdowns so far in two games. Um, that's the key, but. If he start, if he keeps producing, I mean, what a pickup by Dom. Um, then I want to talk about someone who he needs to be talked about more, and that is Jake Moody, number one kicker in all of fantasy football, playing on Thursday yeah. night against the New York Giants. Um, the dude is saving Dom's season. I mean, we're looking at 14 points, two straight weeks. That's running back two numbers right there, people. You, you take his take his win off the board. You, take his win off the board. He doesn't want kickers. We don't want kickers. We should take it off the board. Yeah. Yeah, no kickers. But just so everyone knows, CeeDee Lamb is on the market. If you are looking for a wide receiver, come on down to Dom's uh, CeeDee Lamb shop, and uh, <laughs> he, will, uh, he will get you a good deal. All right. Jordan. Okay, so, Kyron um, Williams on the trade block too. Oh, my, uh, Kyron ooh, Williams wow. as well. Spicy. Oh my god! And we know people Dom's whole, running back. Dom's whole team is trade is tradable. He just wants to diddle. Yes, he does. So diddle my me, ex please. my ex factor is going to be Jamar Chase. Uh, he was the number two pick in our fantasy draft this year. He he needs to start playing like a number two pick. Joe Burrow needs to start playing like a two hundred eighty nine million dollar man or whatever he's got or however much money he got. Uh, that's going to be my X factor. If Chase gets hot, I'm telling you, like I've been saying all along, Dom has one of the best teams in the league, and he's Chase to get hot. Uh, and not to mention, he has Kyron Williams that we all knew that Dom that we just left on the waiver wire for Dom to just go grab right out of all of our hands. So I haven't even played uh, him yet. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Dom getting the dub because I think Kyron will stay hot. Um, and also, C.D. Lamb going up against just a soft Arizona defense, and I mean, he's just got studs all up and down his team. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to the next last matchup of Week Three: Sam versus J.O. Mm-hmm. I put this last because I do think it is the, week. the match of the week. Um, got two people coming off strong, strong victories, and I get the pleasure of uh, reviewing uh, the person who just took me down. So, I want to look at Miles Sanders at running back two, and mainly because he has a pec injury. Don't know how serious it is, and if he can't go, I would say uh, Sam is in trouble um, because this is a great matchup uh, against Seattle, 26th against uh, the running back. If Sanders can go, great, great um opportunity there 
but I'm a little afraid right there uh, because a peck for a running back, I can imagine, does not feel great getting hit. And she doesn't really have a good backup with A.J. Dillon. Jalen Warren could be sneaky, but I don't think, um, you know, there's an option there. But still, I think Miles Sanders, he is the one. You know that uh, Pittsburgh is still going to give it to Najee, so Jalen Warren may not be the best play. You never know. But that that mainly because of the injury right there. But on the same degree, Brandon Ayuk is also a little worrisome. He didn't have the great this game at all with 5.8 points last week. However, he left. He left for like whole, I think two quarters. He, he, uh, no, he was back not too not too long. Oh, he sat but, out for a while. I thought Purdy, Purdy missed him on some wide open touchdown throws. So he could have had a huge game, but I think he had two throws from Purdy where he just missed them, and Ayuk would have went in for the score. This could have be a completely different line, um, but he plays on Thursday. He was injured. Do we really know if he's he was a non-participant one uh, on Monday and he was a limited participant on Tuesday? They don't practice on Wednesdays, so there's a good chance he does not play. And if he does play, is he limited? The fact that he came back into the game does help. Probably say that he probably would play a full workload, but it is the Giants. I mean, they may not need him. So, uh, who had to squeak out a victory against the, uh, the Give it Cardinals. to Christian McCaffrey, baby. Yeah, it's, I, I could totally see that. could also see them being up so big that they give it Elijah Mitchell all second half. So, um, But we'll see. Uh, but two, I wanted to highlight those two injury risks right there. Then we have Tyler Lockett, who she had bench, who had a great game last week, um, but not a good week one. And this could be what Seattle is all about, is you never know who's going to have a big game, because at some point, JSN is going to get um, involved. Um, the The big game came from two touchdowns last week. They're facing Carolina. It, it's It's a huge, huge question mark there. But that's what Lockett does. He can he can win you weeks uh, without a doubt. Um, I do find it interesting that she has Jawan Jennings, who she just picked up. Um, not sure what her plan is there. I guess if unless Ayuk is out, but if that's, if that's the case, you got other players you can play. But no com- no more comments on that. Dom, <laughs> let's talk about first place. Uh, Jo, God, Daddy. What uh, a Daddy streak, Pinocchio. man. What a streak. Yeah, he's been yeah. on fire. Yeah, he had to win, what, was it three or four games at least in the last season and the first two so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Daddy Pinocchio remaining in the flames, and he is captained by Captain Kirk Cousins, the number one fantasy quarterback so far this year. He has been killing it. Last week, man mentioned nearly 37 fantasy points. Who is that? Patrick Mahomes? Nope. Patrick Mahomes, they got nothing on Kirk Cousins right now. He's looking really good, and he's got a favorable matchup this week against uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who score a lot of points themselves, and their defense gives up even more because the Chargers are 0-2. Uh, and next know- guy I'm going to talk about. Sorry, Dom. Excuse me, Jordan. Was, you you wanted to interrupt say, for something, something important? Professor. I was going to say, we all know how Kirk thrives on noon games against bad teams. <laughs> Watch out, boys. Next guy I'm going to talk about is Jerome Ford. I don't know how this guy does it, J.O., but part of, I guess, being 2-0 and is getting a little lucky. Had to plug a this little? To, a little? Plug this guy into the lineup. Mike, Mike, calm down. We're not talking about your team right now. We're talking about someone else. <laughs> Jerome Ford had a very nice fantasy day, um, thanks in part to – his teammate, uh, Nick Chubb, going out for the season uh, early in this game. Um, Jerome Ford put up 24 points, but he's got a tougher matchup. The Tennessee defense, we saw what they did to the Saints. They are the second toughest matchup uh, for the running back position. We'll see how uh, much he's involved because just today, the Cleveland Browns re-signed uh, Kareem Hunt back to their roster. 
I'm sure he won't be involved heavily in this first week back with the team, um, but he will be involved. So we'll see how much that cuts into Mr. Jerome Ford. Um, he had a J.O. had a big bounce back week from T. Higgins after he put up a goose egg week one, uh, comes back and puts up 25 points, two touchdowns this past week. Uh, he's got a matchup Monday night, but will he have his quarterback is a big question. And I can't go without mentioning the 49ers defense. Took them a little earlier, and so far it's paying off. Um, well, maybe not so far, but it's going to pay off this week for sure against the Giants, who is the best matchup for a fantasy defense. I expect uh, the 49ers, they're projected nine. I don't know where this projection is coming from, but they'll definitely double that at least in this Thursday night matchup against the New York G-Men. Jordan, what do you think about this matchup? Uh, yeah, my X factor is going to be um, for Sam, the number one defense in fantasy, the Cowboys Dallas defense. Uh, man, what can what, what can you say? They just absolutely just annihilated the G-men week one, and then just did it again against the Jets in week two. Now, is their defense? Uh, Mike brought up a good point this morning. Is their defense just that good, or are the teams they're playing really that bad? Well. They're going to play another really, really bad team for the third week in a row. I expect the Dallas defense to have a, another double-digit day. Um, they have the probably one of the best players of football right now playing for them. Um, yeah, Who's that? Dallas. I Micah, forget his name. Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah, Micah Parsons. Thank you. It slipped my slipped my uh, brain there real quick. And with that said, this one tough, 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 tough for me. I think Jo's gonna Do win. It. Oh Do no! I think he's gonna win. I think Sam is gonna oh. has been bit by the injury bug this week, so Jo ran into her right at the perfect time. I think if she's fully healthy, if Ayuk and Sanders are both fully healthy and they play, she beats him. But I mean, he's got prime time Kirk playing at you noon. You, you picked another man to beat your wife. Wow! How dare you? Wow! It's all right. Wow. Uh, Good luck sleeping this weekend. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam, if you're listening to this, which you will be, you should kick his ass on the couch. What an asshole. Um, man. All right. That is your week three reviews. And now it's for our random question of the day. But just a quick reminder, after week three, we will then start releasing power rankings for the league. Uh, that that You hear that, boys. That means... You need to be prepared. You have to do more homework <laughs> and be more prepped for this show um, because we are a professional podcast. So our random question of the day is going to be super power for one day. I have first pick, and you know I'm greedy. I'm going to go with seeing the future, and it is ultimately <laughs> uh, for looking at those lottery numbers and uh, getting uh, – getting a and nick chubb yeah i mean i i don't want to late i don't even want to think about that we're not even going to bring that up uh we're looking in the future not the past and i'm looking at those lottery numbers and that would be my my first day um or my my superpower for the day uh dom you got second pick what do you got of course you, you pick the one to get the financial gain you um, know me right <laughs> Uh, it would be nice. It's not. It's not fun to diddle, though. If you can see the future, so I, I definitely wouldn't want that power. Um, that's part of. That's part of the diddle, baby. You never know what's going to happen. Well, my, when I'm, uh, when I'm on my private, private beach house in like Maui, uh, I'll start uh, worrying about that then. Uh, so as okay. I relax from the millions of dollars I'll be winning, I'll be there with you. You're not invited. <laughs> Find my way. <laughs> Sam's kicking him out after he picked J.O. to beat her. I need somewhere to go. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have a big enough house for you, dude. Yeah, come on by. All right, so I got second pick here. If I were to have one superpower for one day, it'd have to be teleportation. Um, I can go travel the world, see literally anywhere, everywhere I want to see. And I bring back souvenirs for you guys, of course. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, go through all the different Europe countries, never been to Africa, go see some elephants, maybe a lion, and then immediately uh, <laughs> teleport somewhere else because he's probably going to eat me. Um, 
you know, go down to Antarctica, these penguins, just for a second, though, and then hop out of there real quick. You know, I'll, I'll stop by Mike, see Mike in Hawaii, Maui specifically. That's where you're going to be, Mike? Yeah, Maui. Which yeah, I'm pretty I, sure Maui's, Maui's not in Hawaii, is it? It's one of the Hawaiian islands. Oh, I don't it's, fucking know. I'm very it's bad. It's had it. a bunch of forest fire or it's a lot of fire there. The old town yeah, burned yeah, down. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> but Mikey B is going to help uh, clean that up and uh, oh. restore it. They're going to rename it um, Mikey, Mikey B's Island. I was I was thinking Bora Bora. My bad. That was the... uh, all right, go ahead. So you don't want to help people. Got it. Just <laughs> I don't... worry about yourself, Mike. Understood. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about right. I'll, I'll give him a couple <laughs> million. Like I said, I'm going to win. Win a lot of uh, dollars. I'm going to do a lot, of, a lot of lottery picks. But yeah, teleportation, travel the world, see everything all in the day. That'd be fantastic. Am I up next? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's no one left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, my power. <clears throat> I do like tele- I like teleportation a lot. I actually like both of those. Um, I'm gonna go with invisibility. And uh, the main the main reason is because I want to sneak into Roger Goodell's house at night and, and teabag him <laughs> while he sleeps. Because fuck that man and what he's done to our saints over year after year after year after year after year. I just he's just he's a despicable commissioner he needs to be replaced by the one and only good commissioner mikey b so invisibility would be awesome i'd go invisible i would sneak past the lines at disney you know a, a poof appear right in front of the line uh whenever i have to pay you to get to a movie theater you gotta travel there too you <laughs> yeah know but, that, right? I, mean, I mean but i'm invisible so i can just like you know just sneak into lsu yeah, games sneak into the superdome you only have you one sneak. day one day oh superpower yeah, for one day <laughs> Definitely go teabag Roger Goodell. Get on a plane, go spend my day wherever he lives, and bag him. Oh man! All right, all right. Well, um, week three is upon us. Good luck, everyone. Um, and you know, I'm really, really hoping we have less, less injuries this week. Um, because man, it's been a brutal year so far. Brutal. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> but. Good luck, everybody. See you, dudes. See you guys later. Later.